Welcome back to Jordy's Narrative. It was uh, a little bit of a pause because I couldn't figure out how to get my microphone to work on GarageBand. I know, I know. I try to tell myself I'm tech savvy, which I am. But it took me quite some time, some frustration. This episode, we're going to talk about weird situations that we have found ourselves in. I think this topic is so interesting. Think about it for a second. You wake up, you start your day, you're like, okay, it's gonna be a regular day. You go through your routine. Let's let's even say it's a weekday, so it's even more like routine for most people. You wake up and you're like, all right, get ready, eat some breakfast, oh, I have enough time, I'm going to drive through and get some coffee, you know, just a regular day, and maybe you're heading to the office, or just heading downstairs to do work on Zoom, you know, the, the world we live in now, and you're expecting just a mundane day to occur. And then out of nowhere, some weird situation you find yourself in. Like, oftentimes I'm like, is MTV punked in here? Like, what is going on? And this reminds me of the key story that I will remember for the rest of my life. At this point, I was back in New York my first semester of college. I was doing some homework at a local coffee shop that I grew up going to. And honestly, I had to bring all my textbooks because there was a family friend, super nice, but um, there was a family friend and whenever he would come in, he would want to sit at the table with me. And it was low-key awkward, I'm not gonna lie, and weird. And I couldn't get my homework done. So the only way I could prevent this from happening is laying my textbooks and papers all over the table so that it really looked like I was working on something. Because apparently before, it did not look like I was working on something, even though I had my laptop, I was flipping through pages. So I had my books all laid out, and I'm like, okay, I'm... I'm working on my stuff, I'm not going to be bothered. Well, this coffee shop, the outside of it, it was all glass windows, so you could see the outside, you could see the parking lot. So all of a sudden, I, I hear, like, sirens, and I'm like, what? So I look out, and there's a bunch of police cars all around the coffee shop. My anxiety at this point is through the roof because I'm like, OMG, this is it. So I'm sitting there and all of a sudden this guy runs in and he sits at a table relatively close to me and he's looking out the window mumbling to himself. Then all of a sudden he gets a little bit louder and he's like, they're never going to find me. They're never going to find me. Uh Like, interesting and then all of a sudden, a, like, 
I'm kind of a CIA guy, but I think it was just like an undercover cop. I don't know. And he walked in through one of the doors and he spotted the guy. And like in the movies, you see like he touched his ear where like the little microphone was and was like, I got him. And all of a sudden, somehow the guy heard him and he turned back and then he ran out the opposite door and then there was a high-speed foot chase in, in circles around the whole building. We are all watching this. And finally, they get the guy, tackle him to the ground, and arrest him. Apparently, he had, like, he was with his girlfriend, and she put a restraining order on him. So they were getting pulled over for something else, and he jumped out of the car because he didn't want to get in trouble, but, like, she was okay with him being in the car. It was, like, a weird thing. And I think he had some, like, warrants out for his arrest. So, yeah. The chances that I would be in a coffee shop just doing homework, trying to make it through my first semester of college and there is a police chase in and around the coffee shop that I'm at and let me tell you this is my this was a hometown I grew up in very I'm sorry if anyone's listening from my hometown it's great very boring place most of the people keep doing the same thing they do every day there's nothing really exciting that occurs. So for this to happen is just unbelievable. The second story I want to tell. We had just moved, uh, now I'm throwing it back a little bit, we had just moved to um, Texas and I was in fifth grade. And my dad started working at the bus company. So, all of a sudden, um, not all of a sudden, my dad got invited to a wedding for someone at his work. And my dad is a very social guy, so he was going to go, wanted to make friends, blah, 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 blah. So I go with him. It's like on a Saturday and we drive out. We're not really familiar with the area. We find the church and we go in. It had the my dad wrote the name of the church down and it matched the sign on the church. Just remember that. Okay? So we walk in and we're like, okay. We sit down. And I'm in fifth grade. So like I register emotions and I get it, but my social skills at that point hadn't been super developed to like read my environment. But I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. And there's a slideshow going. And I was thinking to myself, I've never been to a wedding where there was a slideshow of pictures of one, of like the same person in every picture. And then I look around and like people are like really upset and I'm like, what kind of? Like, are these the type of weddings they have in Texas? Like, what's going on? So all of a sudden, I feel like a nudge from my dad. 
and he whispers in my ear, Jordan, we are at the wrong church. We are in someone else's service. So my dad said, I'm going to get up, and you're going to wait about three minutes, and then you're going to get up and leave. So it didn't look like we were out of place or just, you know, causing a commotion. So my dad gets up, and I'm counting in my head, then I get up, and we walk out, and my dad... Uh, one of the ushers had stopped my dad in the hallway and was like, everything's okay. And my dad was like, hey, man, I'm just going to tell you straight up. Like, I was trying to find a wedding. I just moved here. And we don't know these people. So my dad had to explain to the guy at work who he's trying to be friends with that he tried to go to his wedding but ended up at a service for somebody else. Like, who would believe that story? You know what I mean? Like, who would believe that story? All right, number three. Number three. Very, very odd situation. This is odd. But also, it was just my my ignorance and lack of just thinking. I was so innocent in my thinking. So it was my senior year of high school. The people that I hung out with, uh, I guess more of the cooler people who I'm not friends with anymore. Um, I was in one of my history classes and there was a kid who we, we shared uh, some common friends. And um, we had the same lunch and I never thought there was anything like flirty or anything. I was just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess we're kind of acquaintances because we we know some of the same people and it would probably be good for us to like you know kind of be friends because if we're around each other you know it's just not awkward so one one day we had like something special going on some sort of special lunch situation where it was like half day or whatever so we're the the bell rings and we're walking out of lunch back to class and I was like oh what are you doing this weekend you know I'm trying to make conversation and he's like oh I'm going to the art museum I was like oh cool I love the art museum I go there I've gone there with my dad quite often and I was being genuine like I wasn't being like invite me to the art museum can't wait to go I hope you invite me oh please I'm begging you to invite like I was just like oh yeah I like the art museum genuinely do like the art museum my dad would take me and then all of a sudden he's like well you want to go to the art museum this weekend and I was like oh who's going and he listed this group of people and although I wasn't really like comfortable with those people yet again I was like okay well since we have the same friends, all of us, and those other, you know, my, might as well be good that I, like, kind of become their friends and, you know, whatever. So, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go. And we exchanged numbers. Never thought of this in any sort of romantic way possible. Zero thinking, anything like that. Zero, nothing. So... 
all of a sudden, the next day, he texts me and he's like, hey, I'm outside. And I come outside and it's just him in the car. And I'm like, where's everybody else? Like, there was a list of people that should have been, like, at least four other people. He's like, oh, they all couldn't come and they used them. Some of them canceled. And immediately in my mind, I was like, this, first off, genius, great idea. Pretending other people are coming and they're not. Great idea. So, I get in. Immediate fear overcomes me. I'm like, oh my gosh, he thinks this is a date. I don't like him like this. And for me, if I know that you like me, if I'm aware, if I'm aware that you like me like that, it makes me so uncomfortable when I don't feel like that because I don't want to lead anybody on. Anybody. So in this situation, I had to treat it very... Oh... Like, acting as if I still didn't know it was a date. That was the only way I could survive this. So we go to the museum. You know how awkward it is to go to a museum with somebody like that? So I go to the museum. We walk around. At museums, like, if you don't have, like, a rapport with somebody or gone on different dates with them, going to a museum would be so awkward. You walk around and look at friggin' art. So we're walking around. And it's like, what? I couldn't even think of conversation because I knew that he thought this was a date. And I was already thinking about how bad I'm going to feel when I have to tell him that I don't like him like that or any sort of situation. And I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't hold my hand. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So partway through... There was like some section that we walked into and someone who worked there, oh, it was like blown glass. They had this like exhibit part thing, whatever. And the the guy was talking to the guy I was with and he was like, yeah, you and your girlfriend. And I'm thinking, holy moly, holy moly. Can we normalize just like a girl walking around with a guy? It doesn't always indicate that your guys are together like that. Can we please just make that a thing, you know? Let's, let's please make that, that a thing. So we finally get in, the, we get in the car. We're heading back, and this was towards the end of the year when everyone's having, having graduation parties. So we were invited to the same graduation party. He went through this coffee place called Seattle's Best that now is a Starbucks but he had a free coffee, and he was like, yeah, I have a, some points we can get free coffees. And in my mind, I'm thinking, even if I liked you, dude, like, you're so cheap. Like, you took me somewhere free, which is totally fine. I'm not even, like, a money person. I'd rather do those, but don't make it obvious. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a money person, but, like, it was. he was acting as if he would only go if it was free. You know? And I'm like, okay. I can't be with somebody who's like a cheap, 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 cheap person. I can't do it. Um, so we get a drink 
and then we head over to the graduation party. When I stepped out of his car and I walked into that graduation party, I'm trying to think of who it was because I went to like three graduation parties that day. I went and met up with my friends and I never talked to him ever again. Ever again. Ever. Ever, 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 never. Not even like on purpose. We just like, he low key was like, that was awkward. And I was like, high key in my mind. That was awkward. So yeah, that, that occurred. And I'm going to end it, this series of finding yourself in the weirdest situations. With my all time, all time, I might have said that about the first one, but all time situation. Let me paint the picture for you. I was at a lodge. This was, I keep going back and forth from New York to Texas. I was at a lodge and we were tubing and my family had come in town. They were visiting from out of state. So since they came from somewhere that didn't have a lot of, didn't have snow, we automatically took them tubing. Now we came back into the big lodge and they had a, a food court area where they sold hot chocolate and all that. Now, if you've ever been to Chuck E. Cheese, which is where you, which, which is where you go, no, I'm, usually at Chuck E. Cheese, in my experience, they have those ice cream machines where you put money in and then you press a thing and like the claw comes and it opens the thing and grabs the ice cream you want. So they have one of these machines at the lodge and, you know, you think to yourself like, why would you get an ice cream when it's cold out? I was a kid, okay? Kid. I was in like probably fourth grade. So I get some sort of popsicle thing and you know I put it in my mouth and all of a sudden my lips solidify to the popsicle. I don't know what happened. I still don't know if it was just because it was freezer burn and that cold. My lips literally were stuck to the popsicle. No air could come in. No air. Zero air quality. So I start like pulling on it because I'm like, oh my gosh. And how am I supposed to get help? Like, I can't talk. So I turn around and my aunt's there and I, and I tap on her and I am making a gesture like I can't get this out of my mouth. And so she quickly gets to like, somehow she gets to the front of the line at the cafe area and orders a hot chocolate. And then they have to pour hot chocolate on my face to get the popsicle to melt. A terrifying, terrifying moment. Terrifying. I remember coming home and like dreaming about it. What are the chances, man, that I would get that popsicle that would stick to my lips? What are the chances? It's, it's absolutely just incredible that that would happen. So, think to yourself. I know everyone has them because I'm not just the only one. There has to be 
some things in your life that you're like, what the heck? What are the chances that would happen? Like when you run into somebody um, at the store or, you know, someone you hadn't seen in a super, super long time and you see them there. Just like weird situations, you know? Like one time we walked, um, our neighbor has like a metal fence and my brother was walking in from the, from outside in the back and he had this look on his face, like, like kind of like freaked out. I'm like, yo, what's up? He's like, I need you to go outside, look to your left and tell me that there's a horse in the next door neighbor's yard. So I walk out. I look to my left, and there is a giant horse in our next-door neighbor's yard. Like, a horse. Okay? This isn't... This... We live in a residential area. This isn't... There's... We don't have a bunch of land and pastures and horses. All of a sudden, ran, they've never had this before, randomly, a large horse. So I turn around, and I go back in, and I'm like, yeah, there's a horse. And he's like, I literally thought I was seeing things are going insane. Because I walked outside and there was a freaking horse. Okay? Then, reminding me of that same neighbor. This happened a few weeks ago. My cat was outside. My brother lets her stay outside until he goes to bed. It was like 3 a.m. My brother comes to my room and is like, Hey, the cat's next door in the other person's yard. And obviously, since it's nighttime, we don't want to open up their metal gate and walk in their yard. Because their window, like, we don't know what room they sleep in, you know. So we're trying to get the cat over the fence. And my cat's, like, pretty heavy. So I'm like, yo, go get the step stool. So my brother gets the step stool, comes out. He's leaning over the fence trying to get her. And right when he's about to pick her up, the wind comes and goes whoosh. And my cat gets freaked out and runs. So we have to start all over again. Now, at this point, my brother's going over the fence, and he's like, hold my leg. But in my mind, I was thinking, I don't know why I pushed his leg, so it was almost like I was pushing him over the fence, but I wasn't trying to do that. But in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm helping him lean over. But, like, what if he would have fallen? You know, and he's like, so finally we get the cat. But these situations like what are the chances like we don't even know how she got over there into the other person's yard i don't even see we didn't even see a hole in the fence like how she even got over there at 3 a.m it's just crazy you know great or like when i was younger all of a sudden there is uh helicopters over our house we had uh, woods behind our house and all of a sudden there's helicopters over our house and there's police come in front of our house and my dad's like what's going on and they're like oh an old man from a retirement home escaped and he's he's in the forest in your backyard okay or the lady who lived she lived real close to us and we lived in a uh, duplex area so we would all all of our neighbors and everything we'd roll our trash all the way down the long driveway and we wouldn't set it on her property, we'd set it on our side of the property that our landlord owned. Well, this lady didn't like that we put our trash there, everybody. So in the middle of the night, my dad wakes up because he's hearing shuffling, so he thinks it's like a raccoon or something. This old lady is taking everyone's trash, she wheeled it all the way down, and is throwing all of our trash in all of our yards. I mean, down a huge thing. So my dad has to call the police, 
and they make her pick up every piece of garbage. And you know what? I, when I was in New York last seeing my niece and nephew, I was at the coffee shop and I saw that lady. That same lady who was the one that threw all the trash. She thought like she was entitled, but what are you doing going through people's trashes and throwing in their yard? In my lifetime, I feel like I've had so many of these moments and they make for great stories. I'm not, I'm not denying it. They make for great entertainment, not only to share to other people, but just to think on randomly. Like I'll be in the grocery store and I'll think to myself of like something that happened and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, wow, that really happened. There has to be some moment in your life that moments, I can't be the only one. I cannot be the only person. But yeah, I felt really compelled this week to talk about these kind of things. And now that I've talked about it, we'll see if some of them happen in the next few days before I record and release again. So thank you everybody for tuning in. I got some feedback from some people who listened to the first episode and that was very encouraging. So I thank everybody and anybody who stayed and listened and I hope you have a great day. Bye-bye.